welcome to Women of Wellness. My name is Donna. And my name is Darlene. And today on our show, we will be talking about essential oils and COVID. And without further ado, I will have you, Darlene, get right into it. You were just telling me something very interesting that I didn't know about with regards to a pandemic and using essential oils. So why don't you take it away? Absolutely. So there's a great story in the history of medicine about a previous pandemic in Europe. And there were four thieves in France who were very famous. And they were robbing everybody that was sick, that was in a hospital, dying graveyards. And they were very famous uh, for all the money and gold and jewelry that they were stealing. And they did eventually get caught. And the punishment of the day was that they were supposed to be burned alive in public. But the judge was so interested in their ability to protect themselves in such highly contagious environments and get away with how a long stretch of robbing sick and dying people. So the judge offered them a deal and said, if you tell us what you're doing to protect yourself and not get sick, we will lighten your sentence. So the four thieves were previous spice merchants and they knew a lot about plants and aromatics and spices and herbs. And, and what they were doing is they had created a, a blend of essential oils and they were applying this on themselves topically and soaking a mask and wearing that over their face so that they would not contract the plague. And after this was discovered, the medical doctors of the day copied them and they would take a cloth and mind you, this is the 1600s, so they didn't have the nice N95 masks that we have in 2020. So it was basically a cloth that they wrapped up into a cone and um, somehow attached it to their face with their mask and with their robe and they were able to more successfully treat patients without getting sick themselves and if you google it and look at the pictures you'll see how funny the doctors look because they look like ducks and that is actually where the word quack came from. Very so, when the pandemic started and people said, what am I gonna be doing about this? And I said, well, the first thing I'm gonna be doing is I want my Four Thieves Oil. So the recipe is called Four Thieves Oil. And there are many companies who copy that blend or you can even make the blend yourself with all the individual oils. And, um, and so I was actually diffusing Four Thieves Oil in my clinic uh, several times per week before the clinic closed and even now that we reopened this week, we were diffusing that to disinfect the air. And what are the four? They are cinnamon, cloves, I believe frankincense and rosemary. I posted it on my Instagram page, the actual recipe, but, it, but the smell is delicious. It smells like Christmas, so it's something very pleasant. And, um, and with this COVID virus, it is a virus. It is airborne. It is attached to droplets when people sneeze. It stays in the air for a period of time. 
that's why people are wearing masks to keep their droplets to themselves and to not inhale or, or be exposed to somebody else's droplets, like if somebody sneezed in the elevator before you got in. That's a really good point to even mention that, because it's not necessarily that we feel everybody's got COVID. It's not that at all. It's what you just said. It's about, you know, keeping our own droplets to ourselves and not being exposed to other people's. Regardless, it's not a bad practice anyway, just to stay safe like that. Even if you have just a common cold or anything, we don't want to catch it. If we, you know, if we can avoid catching anything from someone, anything that could be contagious. Um, now, uh, along the lines of essential oils, so let's even go back and talk about uh, what else they can be used for. I have been so interested in using oils for at least the last 25 to 30 years. Nobody was really using them. I remember I could only buy them at health food stores uh, previously. And there was one store in Toronto called Osmosis. I found it in a magazine. I remember reading about it and I went down there and I loved going into that store. They made their own blends. It was beautiful. It wasn't very busy. It was a little, little tiny store on Queen Street and it was just, just fabulous. And then it eventually closed. And then in the last, I don't know how many years, would you say four years or so, Sage, which is a store, it's a chain store out of, um, oh my gosh, a Vancouver or somewhere in BC, it is uh, now all over the place and they sell incredible oils and um, diffusers. That was the other thing too. It was almost impossible to find diffusers before. And maybe you can explain exactly what a diffuser is and what you would recommend. I do love the ones from Sage because they're quite lovely and they're not too expensive. The first one I had looks more like a Bunsen burner. A burner like I will take a picture of it and share that because it's funny but it, I still have it to this day but it was the only one I, I that was the only thing I had absolutely for for so many years that I've been in practice I certainly knew what essential oil were but they were not so readily available and now they're the latest trend and there's so many companies that are providing essential oils at different quality levels and for, for people who don't have a diffuser, the old fashioned way to do that was to just take a cup or two of water onto the stove, onto like a low simmer, and to just put several drops, maybe five to 10 drops of your desired essential oil so that the steam would bring it airborne. And, um, and very quickly, you can, you can smell the oils in another room or even upstairs if your stove is downstairs, it very quickly, three-dimensionally, just, just consumes your airflow. But with the um, essential, with the diffusers that are on the market, a lot of them are not um, working in a steam way. I believe it's an ultrasound technology that they're using to lift the oils into the air. But, but there's, there's other ways that the oils can be used too. For instance, my 15-year-old daughter is a very proud Metro employee. <laughs> and I, uh, in the beginning of uh, COVID, I told her, before they even put in the protective measures, I asked her to wear a bracelet made of lava beads, and lava beads will absorb the oils, and then that way, whenever she wanted to, she could just bring that up to her nose and take a smell of the oils. 
So if you've inhaled air that you think maybe wasn't as clean as you like or you're suspicious, then at least you chase it with the scent of the essential oils, which are antimicrobial. And what that means is that that product or that scent has the ability to kill microorganisms. So it could be bacteria, virus, fungus, etc. So antimicrobial properties. And the other thing that I did with her is I would put a drop of the oil on her mask. You would just just drop it on and there wouldn't be a stain or anything? Or would you put it closer to her nose or near the back? Like where would you put it on the mask? I would put it in the middle at the top of the mask because it's closer to her nose. You could even put it at the bottom, uh, more at the chin if it's too strong for the person wearing the mask. And at that time, uh, she was using disposable masks from my clinic. But at this point, she's been provided with the washable, reusable mask. And no, it has not stained. Okay, that's a great idea. Now, where mm -hmm. else would you use essential oils? I have put them in the bath before, but without doing the proper research. <laughs> so when I say that, I think... I don't think it, would, it could have been peppermint or it could have been lemon. But when I came out, I did have some red marks on my legs, which eventually they did go away. But I guess it wasn't really the type of oil I should have been using right on my skin like that. Um, I guess we have to be obviously be careful and do the research on what oils we're using. I know lemon is really great for nosebleeds. That was one thing that we would I would use them for for my um my partner or my children that was very effective definitely a, a lot of essential oils if they're in the pure form are there will be um, a warning on the bottle that it needs to be diluted that you cannot put a pure essential oil directly on the skin so they are very powerful and um, normally they'd be diluted in something like olive oil or coconut oil or almond oil so that it's a much thinner amount of the product over a bigger area because if you ever have used an essential oil it's not it's called an essential oil but it absorbs very quickly so it's not like if you dropped uh, some olive oil on your skin you can see this big greasy bubble and you have to keep massaging to get it to absorb but if you put a drop of rosemary oil on your skin it absorbs very quickly boom it's gone you didn't even have a chance to spread it right so sometimes it's just to reduce the potency and sometimes it's just to be able to cover a larger area. So if you're using it for a digestive problem and you want to cover all of your intestines and you dropped a, one drop on your belly button and you just couldn't spread it fast enough and it's gone, right? Yeah, and there's, there's some companies that are, um, selling the essential oils and very much promoting the oral use of essential oils and oh, that's wow. not something that i was taught as a naturopath that that it can be dangerous and um that's not something i generally recommend because they are that potent no i'd never even heard of that taking any orally to be honest and uh i was going to ask you another question though about um I guess diffusing them. Um, hmm. I guess it's good. It could also be used as a disinfectant at all. 
would you say like is tea tree oil that's considered an essential oil correct is that not a good thing that you could put in uh, in order to clean like into a spray bottle with water and then use that to clean surfaces would you recommend that definitely tea, tea tree oil's reputation is more as an antifungal so people adding it to a foot bath for their athlete's foot and it's also got research behind tea tree oil in the industry of what's called indirect perfuming for sick building syndrome. So when there's a building where one or more businesses are operating, that's a high rise building, the windows don't open and everybody's air and everybody's head cold is being circulated and shared with the whole building. It was quite a significant impact to the economy. And I believe the studies were done in Japan. And they did an experiment using tea tree oil being indirect perfumed into the ventilation system with the dramatic decrease in the sick time and therefore beneficial to the economy. So, so tea tree oil, I usually talk about the use of tea tree oil when people are opening cottages and there's mold and musty smells over the season or they have a water leak in their basement and that's one of the things you can use to help clean things up and it can be used for first aid and topically and um but many many essential oils are are have the ability to disinfect to some degree so personally in my home i use a disinfectant that is based on thyme oil and there have been dramatic studies about the use of thyme oil and and a very specific list of which viruses bacteria etc are killable by the use of thyme oil and there are even hospitals that use thyme oil to disinfect but at this point the big popular question do these natural products work good enough to kill covid and the answer is nobody has studied that this is this just came on fast and furious and they're not officially on the list with our government of approved disinfectant products uh, but realistically speaking for day-to-day -day cleaning in a home that would be fine but if if there's a vulnerable person in the home say for instance when my daughter comes home from her shift at the grocery store her shoes stay outside she has a dedicated laundry bucket her clothes go into the bucket. She goes straight to the shower. She washes her hair. So more effective than any alcohol. So more effective than any rubbing alcohol. So more effective than any rubbing alcohol or chemical antimicrobial or natural antimicrobial is good old soap and water. So really good washing of hands, washing of hair and body when you come home from being outdoors. And then, and then I wash her clothes before they touch anything else in her room. And so good old soap and water is, is pretty good. And when you disinfect, you're supposed to clean first and then disinfect. So if, if with COVID, a mother wants to keep her kitchen or bathroom one notch cleaner than usual because of COVID, you basically do your normal chores. And when you're done, you have to spray or apply the disinfectant. And you really have to read the labels because depending on the product, 
it'll say it has to be wet for five minutes or one minute and then you can wipe it off or you can just leave it to dry so when your kitchen counter or your bathroom counter has you put all your items away you've washed off all the food and water splashes and you've dried it then you spray or wipe with whatever disinfectant you're using leaving it there for the required amount of time and then the other thing is you don't wipe back and forth back and forth you wipe once in one direction next section once in one direction that is perfect you know i don't even think about that because i'm so used to just going back and forth but it makes sense you're not going to do that just like when somebody gives you an, if you're getting a needle um and the nurse is putting rubbing alcohol on your arm first they never go back and forth it's just the one way um because you don't want to bring the bacteria back i guess exactly be the exactly. reason exactly i have one more question this is more of has been more of a general take on aromatherapy and essential oils but i believe that we can do a lot more programs on this for sure uh, but my question would be back to the commercial uh, stores or um, businesses that are selling these oils. What do you think about the roll-ons that you can buy? Obviously, they have diluted them so that you could roll them onto your neck for pain or onto your tummy for digestion, um, you know, under your nose or for headaches. There's one called Halo that uh, seems to bring a bit of relief that I know Sage offers as a product. What are your definitely what are your thoughts definitely i personally have peppermint oil roll-on in my purse right now and i use it for a number of things so if i have been out for dinner and i feel like i ate too much too heavy too late at night and feeling kind of bloated i will use that or if i have a headache it's gonna rain tomorrow and I find it very effective. And usually these pre-made roll-ons, the essential oil is diluted for you. And so it's just a really convenient thing to have. And I've, I've used it even for joint pain when I was traveling and I had, you know, sore ankles from walking up and down the hills in Europe and uh, the airplane and dehydration. It, 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 it was, I took it with me on a trip. I was with uh, a group of ladies and they fell in love with peppermint oil and I didn't carry much with me but peppermint oil is pretty high on my list so um, a lot of people are are buying collections of essential oils or signing up to different companies and buying ones that work for various conditions and custom blending and then yeah. they get their own little bottles and their own carrier oils and custom blend oh that's another before we sign off here i would like to ask you which carrier oils do you do you recommend i know there could be avocado oil almond oil uh is there another oh like cocoa or so i don't i don't know I, why don't you answer that question definitely there's there's various carrier oils to choose from and sometimes a person will choose if they have an allergy to something and they'll choose something that's more hypoallergenic to them. But ultimately the carrier oil doesn't really matter. It's all the therapeutic um, benefit is coming from the essential oil. And the carrier oil is just to reduce the chance of a, a reaction on the skin and to help spread it over a larger area. Okay then, are, 
there any other things you would like to inform us about with regards to COVID-19 and the use of essential oils during this time? Well, I would say that the good thing about essential oils is that they are airborne. And what, what we're trying to do through prevention is have clean air, not share each other's air. And now at least it's June now, so the doors and windows are open. So I think that's going to help us get healthier faster. And, um, and like I said, that was my first reaction right in the beginning when I saw that the World Health Organization was about to announce a pandemic. I, my first thought was, well, I've been seeing patients and they've been traveling, so I don't want to give my March patients the February viruses that could be transferred silently from February people to March people. And so I started disinfecting the air in addition to our normal disinfecting protocol in the clinic that um, I, I just did this extra step, extra measure that had great history behind it. Okay then. Well, thank you very much again for all your fabulous information. I could listen to you all day once again. And on that note, we want to thank you very much. Please subscribe to our channel and to our podcast. Please uh, listen weekly. Send us your ideas. We would love to hear from you and love to hear what you would like to hear about as well and what you would like to learn about. And on that note, we would like to say goodbye. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Thank you.